I'm Jess. And I'm George. And this is Transpantastic, a podcast about gender, identity, orientation, and all the life that happens between them. Like work. Yeah. Yeah, we do that. We do. We're glad to do that, but... I'm, I'm glad I have it, a job. Doesn't make it always easy. No. I, I, I've really struggled with my job lately. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's... Mm. It's not a job everybody wants. No, no. And I went into music education because, you know, as a performer, it's pretty much the only guaranteed paycheck. Mm-hmm. It's the only thing that's stable and steady enough to support a family. Mm-hmm. And I was a very good high school choir and band and middle school choir and band and orchestra director in Michigan until Michigan's economy tanked well before even the rest of the economy tanked. And so I came here to our little Nowhereville because they offered me a teaching position in a elementary school, kindergarten through fifth grade. Mm-hmm. And I at the time, hoped it would be a temporary position. A lot of people start in elementary and work their way up to a secondary position. Mm-hmm. And that was nine years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Mm-hmm. And lately I have found myself wanting to knock small heads together when I teach kindergarten. Mm-hmm. And sort of like we talked about with the Boy Scouts, you know, I, I don't want to be in charge of this many small people all at once. Ever. <laughs> Let alone every day. No. But no. It's just kind of the Let way. Let alone, you know, 28 you of it. them at a time for 45 yeah. minutes straight. There's no actual danger of knocking their heads together. However, no, the I, feeling of wanting to is not desirable. No, it is not. It's sort of like, you know, when you want to get up and walk out of your cubicle and never come back. It's not something you're actually going to do, but the feeling of wanting to is just not enjoyable. Right. I never actually thought of walking out of the cubicle and never come. I thought about walking out of the building. Yeah. Yeah. And never coming back? Yeah, why not? <laughs> <laughs> I remember when they had put you in the broom closet and you were looking for jobs here, there, and everywhere because you were ready to walk out and never come back. Yeah, I was ready to walk out of the broom closet and down the stairs and out of the building and keep going. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't believe they put you in the broom closet. They put four of us in there. <laughs> that is crazy. Yeah. So I've been wanting out of elementary for a while and I had applied to, you know, the few secondary openings that have come up in the school district in, you know, the nine years that I've been here. It's not a huge district. It's not a huge town. There are a couple of high schools. There are a couple of middle schools. But those people know they have good jobs. They're not going anywhere. Mm -hmm. And so when those positions do come up, all of us are who who want to get back into secondary are scrambling for them, and I have not been at the top of the list. 
And part of that is because of the local culture, there's kind of this nativist sentiment in our area, mm -hmm. which is the weirdest thing ever. Can I just say the first time I ever saw a political ad, the first year I moved here and I saw a political ad and it said something like native to our area and something about being native. And I'm thinking, oh, good, we need more tribal culture and local government. Nope. No. No. Ugh. No, the, the people who think they can go ahead and label themselves as... These are not natives. They are uh, what they consider themselves a, as a native is uh, they were born here in this state. Yes. So that's not really a long history when no, and a lot of them by actual timeline of the world. No, and a lot of them do have families that have been in the state since, you know, settler days and statehood days. Mm -hmm. But they're very possessive about that. They are. And so being the queer woman who moved here from another state does not really put me in the best position to get any job in this area. Mm -hmm. If there's a straight guy from around here, he's going to get it. If there's a straight female from around here, she's going to get it. Mostly the guys have been getting the jobs. Mostly the guys have been getting the jobs, which a number of us had a number of words to say about that at my last music department meeting. But To the, to the head no, of the department? No, not to, to the department, other? just to each other. The, the department head was not at the last meeting. Mm -hmm. But it's becoming it's a clearly understood concept in the department that there's definitely a male slant in secondary education. Right. But anyway, I've also applied to a couple of jobs at the college, mm -hmm. which until I go back to grad school, I can't be a professor, but I can work in, you know, technology. I can work in various other departments supporting the professors. Mm-hmm. Mostly with, again, the things that I know are performance and technology. Mm -hmm. Working with the sound systems or the computer systems or the sound and computer display systems in the classroom or the The people online. who have to use those. The, yeah, mostly. Yeah. Which who is, say, help, I don't know what I'm doing. Yes. Please which, fix this. Which is what I was doing with the school district for a while. I was doing a lot of trainings with the other music teachers, teaching them how to use their smart boards, how to use their sound systems, how to integrate online But education. it wasn't your job. You were just doing it anyway. It was not my job. A couple times I was able to get stipends for it, but most of the time I was doing it because I really liked it. Mm-hmm. And then our special needs kids got a whole lot more special and a whole lot of other things happened. And I had to clear off some space on my time management plate. Mm -hmm. and Why so does I time come on a plate all the time? I don't know. You always have too many things on your plate. Yes. And occasionally you're Sometimes, spinning too many plates. And you need, a, you really, you might need a bowl, but never, it's never mentioned. No. Can, I need a bigger bowl. You know, I think a bowl might be helpful at this point. Yeah, yeah, it could be. With our kids, are you kidding? We have a sippy cup with a real tight lid. Uh, I think 
No, I'm not going to go into the other types of bowl, but okay. um, that's our number zero child. <sighs> so, jobs. Yes, jobs. So, you know, I've been looking for these opportunities to move into working with adults or young adults again. And every time I've applied, I've come up short. And last year I applied for another position and you had just started transition mm -hmm. when I was applying. And at that point, I was sort of coming to terms with the fact that I couldn't use you as my easy way to out myself anymore. I mm -hmm. couldn't say this and this and my wife, this and this, and that's the easy way of saying, hi, I'm queer, but it's just me. Mm -hmm. And and that relates to your job. It does. My staff all know that I'm queer. At the time, they all knew that I had a wife. I don't, I'm not out to my students because I teach at an elementary school. And those are not parent issues that I want to have. No. I think if I were up here at our elementary school still, where our kids go now with the upper middle class parents, I think it probably would not be a big parent issue. Mm -hmm. But in the strongly Catholic, strongly Mormon, strongly immigrant community where I'm at, it would probably be a problem. Mm -hmm. But if I was looking at moving into middle or high school... I had told you before that I would definitely want to be out to my students mm -hmm. because I would want to be that understanding adult that so many kids are missing, mm -hmm. especially the queer kids. If they don't know any queer adults, then they have no clue what their own life is going to look like in 20 years. And if they can see, oh, hey, look, Mrs. Music Teacher is just a normal person. If I'm like her, I can just be a normal person, too, and it's all good. Mm-hmm. I want to be that for my students when I can be. Mm -hmm. And so as you were transitioning, we had this discussion one night. I remember we were laying in bed mm -hmm. and I said, I've always wanted to be out to my students if I was in a middle or high school, but I also know that you don't want your trans status to be, you know, the defining characteristic that everybody knows about you. Mm-hmm. And you're not looking at being, like, stealth in our small town. That's just not an option. No. But you also don't intend to be the out and proud, hi, I'm trans everywhere person either. No. In most situations, you just want to be a normal guy. Yeah. As normal as it can get. <laughs> Our normal. <laughs> and normal's nothing but a setting on your dryer. We have that setting on our dryer? I don't know. They used to come with the setting normal. I, I remember. Think we have that. Uh, no, because we have a fancy dryer. No, we don't have a fancy dryer. We have the cheapest one I could find. Modern dryers are different. It used to be a setting on the dryer that just said normal. I think there's like a quick dry and a time dry and a that, delicates. There is not a delicates. No? No, no. The, What's there's the bottom a, one? The bottom one is timed dry on low heat. And then there is one that has optimal dry. And this is why I say we have a fancy dryer because it has a... Uses the word optimal? <laughs> no, because it has a humidity sensor in there that it doesn't start the timer counting down until it senses a low enough humidity. 
That's why it says optimal dry on it. Uh-huh. And the timer, if you watch that, that dial, doesn't start moving until the clothes are mostly dry. And then the timer goes down. Too bad teaching people how to operate dryers doesn't pay more. You could do that, huh? <laughs> <laughs> There's no normal setting is my point. There is no normal setting on our dryer. There's optimal. There's optimal. <laughs> and then there's low heat. <laughs> <laughs> I could go for a job with low heat right now. So, you know, we had this discussion where we were basically sort of hashing out how out could I be on your behalf? And do you remember what you had said at that point or what? And Yes, I remember. Okay. I said... I don't really care what a lot of people who I'll never even meet probably think about me. So I could tell them that you were a space alien and you wouldn't really care. Correct. And I can tell them that I used to have a wife and now I have a husband and sometimes I still call him my wife just because it's funny because we like to F with gender that way. Yes, you could. And you wouldn't care at all. Nope. I don't care. And so, Maybe it'll be helpful to them. Maybe it'll be helpful to somebody else they know. I think that would be great. And yeah. that's why we had that discussion was because if I want to be that role model, but you know, you never want to out someone without their permission. You never want to have those types of sensitive discussions in front of others without having the prior okay. And of- I think... One of the things that's definitely different, like I said, people that I'll probably never even meet or know, I'm not right there on display. No. You know, like like when I was at my mother's house and she's, take off your shirt. And I said, no, I'm not taking off my shirt. <laughs> and And her friend was like, that's okay. <laughs> you know, I'm not on display. You're not putting me on display and saying, look. Here's my queer husband, and you didn't know he was, you know, mm-hmm. to to benefit yourself. And and people do that. People often do that as well with trans people because they're not, and I mentioned this many, many podcasts ago, they're trying to process their own dealing with the fact that you're trans and that's really different, and they're not sure what to think or do about it yet, so... It's almost like when they're reporting, you know, anything else that's, you know, unusual of uh, this accident happened right in front of me when I was driving. You know? uh, yeah. This, you this to... person I know who used to be my female friend is now my male friend. Ah. Yeah, they're just processing. Mm-hmm. But you don't want to be on display. No, you don't. And I'm not a circus monkey and I don't approve of circus monkeys anyway. So there. Mm-hmm. I'm not married to a circus monkey. Nope. But. <laughs> not anymore, but I, anyhow. I do enjoy building personal relationships with my students by discussing my personal life. Mm-hmm. And it's a good way to build rapport with students. And they talked about that in teacher college about, you know, how much to share and how much, you know, you can build relationship by letting them know that you're a real person. Right. And I always have your picture on my desk, and I think I've told you this before. In fact, I know I've told you this before. The first picture I ever put on my desk of you and our number two child Mm -hmm. 
had you in a brown jacket, solid color, maybe a Land's End, I think. North Face. North Face. I got it at the outlet store. In case you need to go shopping, right? <laughs> solid brown coat with we patches were, on it. We were in the park in San Francisco right above where the Transmarch was going to happen. Yes. And uh, I was not deciding to transition at that point, but we no, were hanging but we out with were my there cousin. as gender queer people. People supporting your cousin who was very out about being a transgender queer person. Mm -hmm. And I have a picture of you yes. with number two child. Yes. Who at the time was just your son and I said, Oh, I love these people. I want a picture of them on my desk. Yes. And the kids saw it and saw this masculinely presenting person in a solid coat with patches on it and said, is that your husband? Is he a police officer? Because you were still driving the police car. I was driving a retired <laughs> police car at the time, and I don't know how those things fit together. And I think part of it also had to do with the fact that a lot of kids in that neighborhood are not going to see someone in a nice set of clothes like that unless it is a uniform right it's priming too psychologically mm -hmm. it's priming yeah you have that same picture here in our bedroom and do you remember when number two child came in here not noticing it before but he noticed it this was maybe a year ago mm -hmm. longer actually before mm -hmm. before i started transitioning and he goes hey whose dad is that <laughs> and then he looked at it and, and he's like oh that's you yes <laughs> like, it's your dad. That's your dad. <laughs> but I wasn't his dad. No, you weren't, but yeah. that's great. Yeah, that's he was great. all excited. I do have that picture on the wall. Now I'm looking at it. Yeah. Uh-huh. So that was, you know, I, I do enjoy building those relationships with students by discussing my personal life, letting them know about, you know, my humanity and the fact that I am a person and not just a teacher. Mm-hmm. And I would want to have that opportunity in a educational setting or in any job. You know, you want to build relationships with the people you have to work with. It's just part of being collegial and professional to have that work-life balance sort of blend a little bit. Mm -hmm. And so just earlier this year, after we had had that discussion last year, I didn't get the job. They hired another White guy from last, last year's job. Yeah. I didn't get last year's job. They hired, actually they hired a queer white woman, but she already had the job, but they were changing the job description. So they had to change the title of it. I think it was the last job that the, the guy got. Yeah. It was the last job that the other guy got. Yeah. You are correct. So I applied for a new job at the college Again, doing computery stuff. Mm -hmm. And you'd think by now I would be familiar with the fact that if I'm going to apply for a government job, things are either going to move at lightning pace. Because they have somebody picked out. Or at a glacial pace. Which is the way you usually do it. Yes. Yes. It took me like seven or eight months to get the job I have. And they already knew they wanted me. Because they wanted me to train the other people. Mm-hmm. And so I applied like a month ago. Mm-hmm. And 
I have not heard anything back, but every time I go online to check the status of my application. And I'm assuming you do that every, couple day, time. Yeah. every day during the weekday, at least at least once once a day. Mm, some days I get too busy, but I'd say three or four times a week at least. Okay. I, I check the status of this application and it still says in process after like a month. Mm-hmm. And I would so love to get back into working with people who I can actually talk to. Not try to talk at. Yeah. By, by try, I mean try. Yes, try. When I have a room full of four and five-year-olds, 28 of them as many as 28 at a time, and most of them have never had any sort of school experience before, it really is herding cats mm-hmm. for like the first half of a year. You do a darn good job with those cats. You really do. That's what I've been told. That's what I've heard. You'd like to enjoy what you're doing, though. I would I really like that. to enjoy. Doing, being good at what you're doing and enjoying what you're doing are not necessarily always the same thing. That is correct. I aced trig. I passed calc. Doesn't mean that I want to be a math teacher. Right. I. Hey, but that would not involve small people. That is true, but it would mean <laughs> going back and probably getting a better grade in calc and then testing for certification. Mm-hmm. Eh. Right. No, thank you. Okay. I do need to get back to grad school, though. You do? I'm waiting to see what happens with this job to determine whether I want to go to music grad school or whether I want to go to generalized education grad school. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's a good point. Woo. So, so right now we're rooting for some technology employment. Yep, yep twirling your fingers. I am. I'm doing a sarcastic happy dance in my seat because I'm only sarcastically happy about the waiting process for government jobs. Right. Yeah. And trying to remain hopeful. Yes. And Not extensively so. (laughs) Yes, because the funny thing about this is I've had interviews at the college before where they call me in the morning and say, can you come in the afternoon? Mm-hmm. So right now and for the past month, I have been making sure that my hair and face are done properly every day, that I have a spare change of extra professional-ish clothes in my car, and that the clothes I am wearing, if I don't have time to change, are as professional as possible. And You'll have to make sure that those are seasonally... Uh, it's cold again. It's, it's The seasons are changing. You'll have to make sure they match the season. Whatever yeah. clothes you've got stashed. Yeah, I, I think I can handle that. It could be waiting it out. I'm I'm hoping that that's all it'll be. I am hoping so too, because, because I really you'd be want... a good fit for the job. Yes, that's for sure. And again, we're not going to go into the details of what the job is because we don't want you to find us. No, sorry. But we 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 might like some of you to find us, but some other ones we're not so sure about. So we have to be careful. We do, and with that reminds me. With the small people running around our house. Yes, with the small people, but that also reminds me the other thing that came to mind when we were talking earlier about not wanting to out someone without their permission. If you do know us in person and you have found our podcast, we don't mind discussing it personally one-on-one, but again, don't put us on display. Don't say, hey, I know these people, and... 
here's what they do and here's how I know them and here's how you can find them. Mm -hmm. And don't bring it up in front of other people if you haven't asked permission or discussed it with us first. Yeah, we didn't go through all this trouble to not accomplish what we're trying to do here. Yes. Sorry. It would be a big pain to have, you know, some big work issue. And while there would be absolutely no way that either of us could get fired for this, it could cause productivity problems. And we don't want to end up on, like, admin leave again <laughs> because... <laughs> I don't want our kids getting hassled. Yeah, that's the other thing. I don't want kids to say, hey, did you know what your parents said about you? I didn't even think of that. I just don't want people bothering them because we're... Hey, did you, you know, know that your parents are gets... horrible sinners and you all should die in hell? Yeah, that, that problem right there. That's the one I worry about. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> so, thank you. All of our listener friends, if you know us or if you don't, or if you've offered to help us and we have said no thank you because we can't break the anonymity thing, but please send good vibes and happy energies our way for this job. Yeah, please do that. Because there's that weird faith thing again. Oh, yeah. Is that it? I think so. We'd love to hear from you, so let us know what you think or what you want to hear about by emailing us at transpantastic at gmail.com or by commenting at our website, transpantastic.net. Don't forget to subscribe in Stitcher, iTunes, or your favorite podcatcher, and leave us reviews and star ratings. Disclaimer time. We are neither your doctor nor your mental health professional. We are here to discuss our own lives, so we take no responsibility for your decisions based on our discussions. If you are considering transition, please seek professional assistance. If you are considering parenting while transitioning, you definitely need professional assistance. All contents are distributed under a Creative Commons no-derivative license and may be shared freely in their entirety. Any alteration or less-than-complete reproduction requires permissions of the hosts. Thanks for listening! And do you remember what you had said at that point or what, what your... I might remember if you remind me. <laughs> no, I don't. That you kind of didn't care what a lot of people who you'd probably never meet anyway would think about you. Right. Okay. That sounds like me. Yeah. Yeah. So why don't you say it so that we can... Do you remember what they said, what you said at that time? Yeah, to say it. <laughs> that you The didn't... words didn't sink in. Uh-huh. Oh, I know. Okay, go ahead. Uh-huh. <laughs> Trying to make words is just not... It's uh, not happening today. doesn't help. Okay.